0: to Old School with D.P. and J. Final segment of Old School here on 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. We're winding down our, our trip down memory lane with Jay Foreman on the 1997 season. They've gone through the season. They've gone 12-0. They went to the bowl game. They shellacked Tennessee 13-0. We got our at least a share on the field. We've got Tom Osborne stepping down. They don't know that they have yeah, a share. Yeah, we, they, we they uh, don't know that. They, they, well, they no, have we, have the, we have the at least a share on the field. We have the. No, we no. don't. No, you don't. That's not no, how it you, worked. No, you don't. No, that's no. not how it worked. No, it worked. It, it, we finished the game, kind of assumed that we at least get one, you know, half, mm-hmm. but hadn't, you know, gotten it yet. And I remember we are back at the hotel. Um, you know, guys. Still, you know, you got the fans there. Or, you know, you kind of just hanging out and just kind of waiting around. And again, no social media, none of that stuff. And and they, there's like a AP
1: ticker tape is yeah, what you like. What you you got getting. like a ballroom or whatever, mm-hmm.
0: you know. So families can go there and relax. Some of the coaches are there, what you know, going through, seeing players, or you know, so forth and so on. And we're on there kicking it, and um, I remember <laughs> I don't know who it was busted through the door. And screamed like we're F national champions again, and then the whole place erupted mm-hmm. again. And, and so Tom, I, Coach Osborne how,
1: wasn't even in the room.
0: Yeah, he wasn't even there. Well, I I met Scott Frost with Tom Osborne on the field when he's getting interviewed, and he's saying he, he deserves at least a share.
1: Yeah, that was a. I mean, that was a big part of it. Was was Coach Osborne telling you know, telling you guys you know Hey, let's not delve into that. Let's not focus on it. Yeah, that. let's
0: not focus on it. But one thing people sneaky. I guess marketing or branding that people don't understand is that every time you saw Scott Frost after, like, say we'd score or something like that, he would always do number one. Mm. He was putting it in people's minds if you watch it. And then obviously, you know, he got interviewed after the game, so forth and so on. But it wasn't official yeah. until late at night. And um, that rang through the whole night. And then you, you know. Yeah, the
1: ESPN got the results, the voting results. Right. And they announced it. And they're well, this just in. Uh, Nebraska received 32 of 62 votes for first place, and it was like, oh, so they get they do get a share of the national championship,
0: right? And um, so So Joshua said, I wasn't even
1: there. He goes, but I heard a roar, and I just assumed that that's what it was, right?
0: (laughs) And then you know you you party all night, and then you know you get back on the plane and go back home. Um, My godparents live in Kissimmee, Florida, so uh, every year I'd go. You know, we play down there quite a bit. I'll go up to their house for a couple of days because we started school. It seems like right after New Year's, and so I'd go down there and we'd go fishing in the stick marsh. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously great. You know, it's good luck to be there and you know after NASA championship. So I didn't come right back to Nebraska, but then obviously we had you know the celebration shortly afterwards, and then you know you get your ring. And but then look, it's immediately once you land, uh, you know things are going to be different. You know, Frank's Frank's the head coach. Um, you know there comes opportunity for other coaches uh, changes the dynamic of the coaching staff which I think it did and it took a little while I think defense was straight just because we had our kind of like defense of court obviously defensive coordinator slash head coach and coach McBride and, and knew we had a ton of guys to replace and so it was a big year for myself but then everybody on the team to try to figure out how to a way to do it without the known commodity and great coach and coach Osborne the known commodities that at quarterback, which would be Scott Frost uh, and Tommy Frazier, obviously, you know, preceding him. And then the known commodity of um, a dominant offensive line. Um, You know, obviously you start with the pipeline. You start with pipeline 2.0, 95. Still a lot of the young guys transition in 96. Even more guys still around in 97. And then you lose pretty much all of them. And, And then obviously then you lose, you know, Scott Frost. Amon Green decides to, you know, go to the pros early um, you know, so you lose a lot, you know, you lose Rashawn and Tim Carpenter two excellent tight ends that can set the edge, you know, kind of let Sheldon Jackson be the, you know, the, I would say the two B or two, two A, uh, to them. And, you know, you lose some skill guys. So there was a, there was a ton of both opportunity and transitions, a lot like this year, but we're coming off a national championship versus coming off a three and nine season, uh, where, you know, guys, you know, need to play better, you know, then we decided to take, I felt like, I felt like Frankie London was the most ready to play. That's just my opinion. Um, he backed up Scott the year before, came in at times and did well. Um, really, really started to kind of embrace, you know, being the quarterback. And but Bobby Newcomb was recruited as to be the next Tommy Frazier. And this is where you got—you got, you don't make the mistake of thinking that Tommy Frazier's come every, every so often. But one, Bobby Newcomb, I felt was as dangerous as anybody as a punt returner, kick returner, and wingback in the nation. And that's and you've seen during the year as he went on, big Scott used it. Yeah. And he made big plays. And I felt like if he stayed there, it would have helped him out long-term here and in the NFL. But they moved to quarterback, and that's different. You're going from being led by a ton of grown men, as far as, far as being a young guy and playing wingback, do this and this is it and focus on that, to leading them, regardless of what your age is. and or
1: whether you're ready.
0: And I didn't think he was ready emotionally, physically, and, or mentally. And I think that's what really hurt us.
1: But, uh, before we close, uh, Chris Rapp says this funny story about after the game, Coach almost forgot to cast his vote. Would have cost Nebraska the title if he had not voted.
0: They would have done a revote. <laughs> Somebody forgot.
1: Yeah, they would have figure that out. Uh, yeah, Jake, thank you for taking us down, the, down that. Yeah. Uh, the, we're gonna stay de- in the in the road there because I asked Rico if he you know could he go back how far could he go back and name Nebraska quarterbacks?
0: Not that far. You can only probably go to Tommy Armstrong.
1: Yeah. We're gonna start in 1980.
0: I can I can name them. I don't know start if start I'll get the right 80. order. See, I'm not. Yeah, we're gonna order. start in
1: 1980. So don't go anywhere. Yeah, we're man. gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go through. We're gonna talk quarterbacks all the way through the next hour here on one on one. Be right back.